This is Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and this is my co-host, Spencer. We want to bring you an American perspective on the world game. soccer podcast i'm andrew here with my guy spencer and spencer the international break is thankfully over we have plotted our way through the international break and we get back to real soccer here with the premier league this weekend buddy how you doing andrew i haven't i'm just full disclosure i haven't watched a soccer game in like fucking two weeks now so uh, I'm, I'm about as disconnected as I've ever been with the sport. I, I picked up like here and there on the USMNTs, like popped in, watched like five, 10 minutes here and there. But um, I'm about as disconnected with the soccer world as I have been in forever. Cause it's, you know, we're in the trenches of football season here, American football season. So uh, I've been a little enamored with that, but still here to respect my podcast and my second love and it's coming back tomorrow hard and heavy it's gonna hit me right back in the heart tomorrow and we'll be right back in it but uh i'm just before i'm just getting ahead of it you know this might be a dog shit effort from your boy on soccer today we're gonna bring you we're gonna bring you a quick one today right we're just a little just a little primer just something to ease back into it right basically we're gonna be like and you know you go sit in the hot tub for 10 minutes before you're actually gonna go do anything Right. Just a little like we're just going to ease into it. Right. A little relaxation, a, nice little warm-up a little bit set. of absolutely. Right. It's like because I work just going to be <laughs> same. Uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, basically just pre-gaming a little bit. Right. What do we have? What happened? <laughs> One of if not, the, but not the British uh, fit, you know, fittest. We're American fit. It's great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Healthy, not hot. <laughs> <laughs> super both of those things for your boy here. <laughs> um the uh <laughs> but I, I think just like a nice like hey the last two weeks there's been really nothing going on we're gonna do kind of a quick usmnt recap you know thoughts they played as we talked about just the most illustrious of foes with U- oman and uzbekistan and guess what we beat them both we did it um and then kind of a fun World slate confirmed. set. <laughs> we will be in the World Cup. We've done it. <laughs> We've qualified. qualified. <laughs> we did. It. Yeah, we're already qualified. We're pre-qualified. Like, those, like when you get those in the mail for a pre-qualified credit card you don't need. No worries. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah, what capital could go One qualified, What could baby. go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? I'll just start spending money based on the fact that we've already qualified for the World Cup. What could go wrong? Um but uh yeah let's uh we'll do that we'll talk about a little bit of the games kind of coming up here but um thoughts from the usmnt slate here with the anything stand out to you big takeaways from oman and uzbekistan games that we had here um saturday or saturday last saturday and tuesday before we get into the weekend here so they happened those games did they happen, did. I can confirm. Both of them. Um, yeah, I mean, takeaways, they beat the shit out of Oman. Um, that's 
awesome. You know, did what kind of you expected, right? I know it was a little, some people complained about that one, that one. They're like, oh, like, why was it only two nothing or something? I'm like, they, they, they won pretty handily. That one was fine. The Uzbekistan yeah. one, like a little concerning that it was only like they scored early and then it was one nil for a long time. Like Uzbekistan was, they're, they're going to do what, here's the thing, right? First off, A, I'm a big time, don't fall into the friendly trap. The friendlies are just a honey pot of like, I guess it's, it could be a honey pot or it can be a fucking pot of like, I don't know what's super, super bitter, like fucking the most bitter substance you can think of to where you're like, we lost one, nothing to fucking Chechnya. Oh, not a country. You know, you know what, um, you know what it is? It's what? like the, it's like right after Halloween when you just eat candy and it's like mm-hmm. best case scenario. I don't feel horrible. Worst yep. case scenario, I feel like dying because I've had six Reese's and now I'm ready to. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's way. There's, mu- there's, there's no, no way you're can, tapping out at six. Come on, bud. Uh, you just eight. I'm talking like one, two, three, four, five, six. And oh I was yeah, like, I can go at least I, twelve hold on. deep. But yeah, you're right. But when you have that moment of like, if I stop right now, I'll just not feel great. If I keep yeah. going, I'm going to actually feel like garbage. You got to um, risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> well and like but that's what i'm saying about literally like, it's, it's it's like it's like it's literally like too many sweets right yeah you don't gain anything from friendlies right it's nice to get the boys together it's nice to get them in camp it's nice to you know that continuity stuff you know we've got i'm happy to have them in a camp before they go play germany and ghana in the next one right um but these games are all you can do is just win them and look good right there's nothing to be gained from them but if you ask our, our friends to the south here, Mexico, you absolutely can lose something from these games, Spencer, can't you? Yeah, that's... Um, it can I, be the absolute panic-inducing um, <laughs> time that you that you sometimes run into. Yeah, and it's like, that's it sucks, because they, they lost to Uzbekistan, right? So, or they drew. Tie, they, they tied drew. them, but it was not... Might as well be a loss to, in their eyes, right? But, like, yeah. that's what I mean, like, that's... They're probably fucking, you know, freaking out in Mexico. Sure. I don't think any of this, like, sorry. I just don't think any of this fucking matters. Like, because I learned my lesson when the U.S. did it. And what was it, like, 2014 or whatever. And they had that one international window where they played friendlies against the Netherlands, who were super good at the time. I think runners-up in the World Cup, the last World Cup before that, and Germany, who had, like, won the last World Cup. And they won those two friendlies or were like, oh, my God, the U.S. is here, and then fucking we didn't make the next World Cup. So, like, you know this, what this is, is all dumb. Don't get Julian Greened. Don't get yeah, Julian Greened. Don't Green. get Julian Greened. Don't fall in love. What are you doing? Right? Like, you know, we know we have the better team. The first game with against Uzbekistan, who tied against Mexico, right, proved to be kind of a trap game. It was 1-0 for a very long time, and Uzbekistan didn't really threaten. Um, but they pulled two goals late, ended up with a nice scoreline, but not a great result, and they got 4 nothing against Oman. There's not much you can really want from that. We got a couple debuts. Nobody got hurt, to my knowledge, right? I mean, unless we're missing somebody. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Like, nobody really got hurt. There wasn't any like, oh, now Moose is out. Oh, now Pulisic's out, right? Knock on wood, but... Just be healthy. Just be healthy. Get back in the groove of this. Um, fucking Greg, but, you know, it's, it's nice to get back in the field and see the boys play. But other than that, there's no takeaways. You can only you can only come away with negative thoughts and feelings. Don't get too high on these games. Yeah, and there's, there's no reason to just uh, – either way, like, 
positive or negative. I just don't think there's any reason to well draw negative, big I feel conclusions like, from this. I'm sure our, the Mexican fans have drawn some big conclusions based on tying. Like 100%. you can freak out about this, right? If we had lost two to one to Oman, right? I don't know that that's emergency pod territory, but it wouldn't be a hey, let's talk about the net. You know, like we would have fre- we would have been freaking out and probably using it as an excuse to try to get Burhalter out, but that's what we want to do anyways. Heck, only 4-0 to Oman. That might be enough to get him out of here, man, if we really, really focus. But um, no, nobody will ever get him to leave that job. It's crazy. But uh, um, but yeah, I think we got any, unless there's anything else you want to cover, a um, couple nice goals from, uh, nice to see Pepe scoring. Balogun scored as well, but Pepe scored in both games. Um, Pulisic scored Tim Weah with a nice goal, but <clears throat> the, uh, the Aronson through, I will say the Aronson free kick goal is one of the worst free kick goals. It was not, um, Oh, it was terrible. It was, it was, it was poor wall ma- management. It was poor goalkeeping. It was, if you wanted to like, Hey, what does Oman soccer look like? It's like, kind of looks like that. Unfortunately, it's not. Well, the best uh, part of that one was like the U.S. account. Well, they they tweeted out something like "fucking hang it in the Louvre" or something, and like put the video of the goal. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you guys <laughs> talking about?" <laughs> Even like the announcers were, you know, excited by the goal, right? Uh, I was watching the game, and and then even like a couple seconds, you know, a couple minutes go by, and they're like, "Yeah, they're showing the replay," and it was like, "Not maybe not the prettiest goal you'll see from a free kick, but." Nice for Aronson. It's like, it is nice for Aronson, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like, this is, this ain't it, Chief. This is not a fucking hanging in the Louvre free kick from, well, we don't have anybody, but. Yeah, the exact... James Ward-Prowse, just check. Just see if he's got a grandparent. He's got to have a just, grandparent. You know what I mean? Like, just, are we sure? Do we know the... he doesn't? The exact terminology of the tweet was a free kick stunner from Brennan. And he just, as he like puts the <laughs> meekest free kick through an Omani wall and into the back of the net. It was a Which, stunner. Um, whatever it was works. A stunner because it happened. It wasn't a stunner because it was, <laughs> you know, incredible. It wasn't, it was unbelievable, but you know, not in the way anybody was kind of hoping. Um, for an unbelievable Brennan Aronson goal, which, but like nice to get him a goal. Right, like 100%. nice to kind of put himself back on the thing. Um, kind of like we talked about, no Reyna in this camp, so him and Greg are still uh, fighting over something. Um, but I can't decide who's being more childish. But um, we'll we'll figure that out eventually. But unless unless you've got any other big takeaways, um, couple debuts, couple nice stuff. Um, but yeah, some some super meaningless friendlies. Yeah, we're going to win the World Cup, so whatever. It doesn't matter. Pre-qualified, baby. Let's get into, I think, kind of the two, <clears throat> the biggest things we have weekend. Let's ease back into the Premier League. So I think we should start with, uh, we've got two probably game of the day candidates on Saturday, both in the 9 o'clock window. Spencer, we've got, how do you want to put this? We've got Manchester City and West Ham. We've got, you know, you and your girl. Right, Man City. And then you've got West Ham, who's been turning your head a little bit. I mean, is it going to be, are you going to be able to look away for even a second from this game? Are we just locked in? Yeah. This is, this is going to suck. Like you said, both games are in that nine o'clock window because the other one um, that's piquing our interest would be the United Brighton game. But like, I'll get that on the second TV. But 
Yeah, this will be like the real life equivalent of like, you know, obviously, Linda, if you're listening, I do not have a side chick, just so you know. But True. Like if, important, important disclaimer. <laughs> but like if I did, right, and uh, my wife went like full crazy Swedish mode to like beat the living shit out of her um, and then, you know, chop my fucking cock off. That's that's basically <laughs> I'm going to be glued to that of like. I, I think Cindy's gonna beat the shit out of him, right? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I think this is gonna be a bloodbath. I'm just gonna be I, real here. You apparently are very certain it's gonna be not only a bloodbath, but a very specific kind of bloodbath. Yeah. Um, we're gonna chop. I don't know, man. Off. Are you? Telling, <laughs> I, well, I mean, I, apparently, get the are. butcher block out. But I mean, it sounds to me like probably the strategy from City will be to have the ball a lot, probably attack this low block, um, not be vulnerable at the back, but definitely push forward and try to score a goal. And West Ham would sure hate if you guys tried to do that. That would be horrible. <laughs> Don't do Go that. Go their principles. <laughs> Don't maybe let it, Miguel Antonio, uh, you know, see if he's stronger than Ruben Diaz or faster. Don't do that. Don't worry about Jared Bowen. Mohamed Kudus, I guess, could make his uh, debut here, right? Is he still hurt? I don't know. Sorry to ask you just Hope a random not. question. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, but, you know. Um, I, I really do think it's going to be a fun game, right? Like, I think it's going to be kind of exactly what you just said of, like, City's going to have a shitload of the ball. Like, we saw this blueprint from West Ham against Brighton a few weeks ago. They're going to let City have the ball, I anticipate. Um, probably somewhere around 70%, 80% possession, and they're going to try to hit them on the counter, and it's a matter of, We've seen West Ham be successful with that. Like all joking aside, like they obviously have a blueprint to do that. It's worked so far this year against a couple of teams. Um, but this is a different animal, I think, in City, right? Where it's if <laughs> like they don't these other teams, right? As good as like an Evan Ferguson is for Brighton, like Erling Holland's just tucking in goals like fucking left and right for the last year and a half, right? So like, well, nobody when, would have, this 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 West Ham center. They won't try to push him around at all. Probably be a real classy <laughs> game from them, right? But <laughs> Kurt Zuma, I, I just I, classy. I, Thomas Tuchel classy. <laughs> like it all seems. I I actually think it's a kind of fascinating matchup, right? Of we've seen this work for West Ham. We haven't seen it work against as good as some of those other teams are. A team that's as polished as Manchester City is. So um, maybe coming out of an international break, City's maybe a little disjointed. I could see it going south for City, certainly. Um, but I, I think it's just a really interesting matchup, even with it not being my club. If this was just the yeah. popular game that was on, it'd be one I would want to watch for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the interesting game of each team gets to do what they want, right? Like West Ham gets to sit back and counterattack. Man City gets to have the ball. Like everybody gets what they want. So what do they want is best. I used to kind of, maybe you don't think this is true, but... I used to kind of think the best way to attack City was to like press them like Liverpool did, right? And try to like kind of take their own game and go back at them. I don't know if that is the case anymore. They're so solid defensively. I think you might kind of want to just see if you can, you know, get Rodri to drift forward a little bit and, you know, that kind of thing. Like, are you better off just going with the smash and grab? Which when teams used to do that against City, I'd be like, oh, great, it's going to be 6 nothing." Right now, it might only be one or two nothing on the city scoring end. So, if anybody's going to break down this uh, this attack, I think they got as good a shot as any because you know one foul about thirty yards outside the box, and guess what? JWP's putting it on a dime, and 
It's the reason it's the hardest thing to stop in soccer. Yeah, he's scary. He scares me like one. That's that's the that's, is this that's the just... first game you've ever played not having the best right foot in the game? Oh no, we played J- JWP before, and like honestly, over but KDB a could, I... but KDB was at least like right that you weren't at like a disadvantage Close. on set pieces. But like I be... actually, oh, I kind of like that actually. I actually would argue with you that I think um, KDB for as great as he is, he's a great set piece deliverer for like a, like in swinger for a header or something. He's not the best at going direct for goal. Like JWP is just the goat of all time. Like he's just the best free kicker taker ever. Like we've had this problem before of like South. We could get him a haircut and some tattoos. I wouldn't even know who David Beckham is. <laughs> if we get like a haircut and some tattoos and like is, a Brazilian grandparent, is there a Spice Girl available for my guy JWP? Yeah. We can get some branding going. If we could what, just turn JWP oh. essentially into like Alexis McAllister, he would be worth a hundred million. If we could turn him into, uh, if we could turn him into Georgie Mihailovic or Luca De La Torre, I'd take that. Can oh, we yeah. just have him pretend? That sounds to be like an American? even trade. Oh, like can you imagine just? Miles Robinson, you know, with just yeah. somebody putting a ball on a dime for him instead can of I, Pulisic skying one out of five. God. Can I imagine, Andrew? That's my wet dream from last night, but we don't have to get into that. That's for me and my therapist <laughs> later this week. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anything Speaking else we want to cover? Oh. oh, go ahead. Take us there, buddy. We're I just go into that. I mean, there's just a team that might need like seven of them on the payroll and Manchester United playing a big game this weekend, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, let's you want to recap kind of all the silliness around. I mean, there's always silliness surrounding Manchester United, but in just the last week, Spencer, what has all gone on? Give us just a quick overview and we'll dive into it a little bit. Sure. I think I think I got to go back about two weeks for all that, but I'll give you this the quick summary, right, of um, basically this is what's going on, right? Anthony, um, who they spent what ninety million on last year or something? Uh, well, I'll, get, I'll get you a total. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Spend a lot of money on him while Andrew finds that. Just know that. Uh, turns out, maybe not the greatest guy. A lot of claims, like I, they're all allegedly. Let's start with that. They're all Ooh, ninety-five million. Ninety-five. So close. Close without going over. Price is right. I did pretty good on that. So. Um, <laughs> But Anthony turns out might not be the best guy. Uh, a lot of alleged charges of domestic violence with his girlfriend, former girlfriend, I believe now. Um, I believe another woman's come forward and said that. Like I said, this is all alleged at this point. I don't want to paint anything. Either way, big drama storm for them, right? He's been starting on the wing for them quite a bit. Ten Hag seemed to have um, seems to have preferred him on the wing to Jaden Sancho. And this has oh, now created a situation which brings where us to Jaden Sancho is throwing one, one of, of the craziest the, fits. Oh, so good, we've man. seen it's the beautiful. most one of the most it's up there. Top five most petulant non playing time fits that I've ever seen. Like he's I, I saw a video of him like partying in New York at a club and like not at training. And it's like, like, what the fuck is going on here? So Manchester United just kind of an absolute shitstorm right now of just press off of the field like and i i don't it's just they can't right here's my thing with united right i'm not really going (laughs) at them it's just like yeah this is this is not us actually just shitting on them like right but it's just this is just what's going on yeah at some point like if they want to get back to being 
Manchester United, all caps, like the, the team that fucking dominated the league forever, the team their fans still think they are delusionally. Like, this does not happen at the biggest clubs. Like, there's not all this drama. And, like, at some point, you got to look at your recruitment staff and be like, what the fuck, guys? Because every, not everybody, but a lot of the people we buy, like, even if you look at the Harry Maguire stuff of, like, they spent so much on him and he's absolute shit and England fans, like, fucking can't stand him for what he does in an England shirt anymore. His mom's out making statements about, like, stop bullying my child. Like, and, well, yeah, it's not the cra- Hold on. In world soccer, not the craziest thing a mom has done. For so sure. Pretty t- pretty tame. From what I understand, not locking herself into church and going on a hunger strike. So Fair. Fair. I don't or, know if she even be- I don't even know if she believes her kid, I'll or, be honest. Or helping to I bring don't up trust charges of like domestic violence from a coach from like 30 years ago. Uh shout all, out to also, Raina's mom. Also, <laughs> also, also doesn't seem to uh be his agent. So Fair. I don't even know that yeah. they know each other. Those are the four yeah. things that we love about. Shout out Rabio. So like this is pretty tame on the <laughs> crazy soccer mom meter. I'll give you that. But it's just there's so much noise around them, right? Well, and, and it's so here, hard like, to be for the good people, though, when there's so much the noise. People, what does this all stem from, Spencer? What does this all stem from? Ten Hag wasn't picking Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho, I believe it was an Instagram post, had like a lengthy, like, for him to say, I'm not bringing it in training is crazy. I can't believe my coach would say something like that. Whiny bullshit. And then Ten Hag, because the coach, right? The only thing he can do is be like, cool, you're never playing. And now everyone's losing their minds because a, he, a coach called out a player for not training and or not training very well. And the player, instead of like putting his head down and working harder, said, no, I'm playing. I'm doing very good. I'm doing the best. I'm doing so good. He's just not playing me because he doesn't like me. It's like, this is Dallas Cowboys. This is Dallas Cowboys Yankees of eight years ago, like levels of bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, this is the kind of level, like, over-covered bullshit that that happens when everyone in the world has their blinders on and they're focused on you in the media. Right. Like, this is what comes out of it. It's insane, well, and, man. And just, like, look at, like, the Dallas Cowboys, like, that's actually a f- fucking awesome example by you because, like, if you look as an American person, right, like, comparing it to something... Who never, who fucking notoriously never fucking wins anything anymore? Like in the biggest stage, every time they have a sick team, it's the Dallas fucking Cowboys because there's so much <laughs> noise around them that they yeah. like they they can't get over that, right? And it's like United just can't get out of their own way of just yeah. like like and I think Ten Hag is a very good coach. I really do. I've come to think that he's a, quite a good manager, and it's just like it's, things seem to be on the right track. Like they got mm-hmm. to the Ronaldo drama last year, like. Marcus Rashford turns back into a fucking carriage and he's one of the best players in the world and everything's good. They have a good finish to the season last year. And then it's right. just things like, are looking up. We thought they were going to be we are again though. Like we're back to being a fucking pumpkin at midnight again. Exactly. You're back to a pumpkin at midnight. And I, I think like Cowboys are great. The Yankees though, to me are the ones that are, are reminding of this because everything with the Yankees goes back to Jeter, Posada, Bernie Williams, we had Mike Mussina, we had all these guys. They just showed up and played for the love of the game. That sound like anybody you know? The class of 90 fucking two, right? Like, it's not even about these guys. It's about the fact that they're not the best. And then everything else is secondary. And when you're not the best and your fans will only expect you to be the best, everybody shits on you. People get mad at the owners. People get mad at the owners of Man United. People get mad at the owners of the Yankees. Like, it's... 
it's such it's they're owned by americans they're owned by the glazers right who own tampa bay and god do people want that to them to sell man united um but like it's the most american sports story not in america i think just yeah. like the fall of this once great team and now there's infighting and they have a promising coach but can he even get him out of here and they're playing brighton man they're playing i would say like kind of the media darlings right when liverpool's not on the field I think Brighton are kind of the media darlings. They have this fun, exciting style. They got Ansu Fadi coming in. Evan Ferguson's fighting off, was it a knee issue or a shoulder issue, trying to play for them? Like, Deserby's got this thing rolling. And collision course set for uh, 9 o'clock on Saturday. Oh, we don't need to have both these games. We need to stagger these game times. Someone should get involved at the uh, – Someone should get involved. There should be staggered game times. This is insane. I, I see. Like it's almost like it's so hard, right? Like we, we're so lucky as American football fans, where like red zones a thing that can like viably work because you can just be like, yeah, these teams are close to scoring. Like you can't obviously know that in soccer. Like you're not gonna like, oh, like they're on a counterattack. Let's switch over to it super quick and like in the middle of the counterattack. It's not that type of sport, right? It's such a more slower paced sport not slower maybe is the wrong yeah. word, but you know what i mean it's more of a flowing sport where it's like there's not stop start obviously and you can't really dictate when somebody's gonna score necessarily i wish we could have the equivalent of red zone i guess is what i'm getting at but so two tvs will have to suffice I, well hold on let me let me say i think goal rush i think is what they call it yes they do a nice job because i think in the past it would be tempting to go to like here's four screens or eight screens of all the games going on right now right Let's hop back and forth to one. What they do now is on the, on the right side of the screen, they show a live Premier League table, right? And on the on the bottom of the screen, there's a game in the middle, right? Taking up like two-thirds of it. Mm-hmm. But on the right side, there's a live Premier League table. And then mm-hmm. on the bottom is the score of every game. So that's mm-hmm. as good as you can do in soccer. And then Correct. what they do is like, <clears throat> so if you're watching – you know, City against uh, a West Ham, right? If that's the game they're watching and commentating on, right? On the bottom, because it updates immediately, right? It's better than you watching on your phone or something else like that. They will say goal in the United Brighton game and they won't show you who scored and they don't update. They just say goal. So as soon as there's the ball goes out of play, they show it to you, but they stick with their main game, but you don't miss anything. Maybe I'll have to... Maybe I'll take it for another spin because in years past, I haven't really liked Goal Rush. It's it's a great way to watch a game. If they're doing like the Chelsea game, right, and that's the game I would watch anyways, it's great. I don't – it's not better than the two TV approach, but I think you can argue NFL Red Zone is actually better than the two TV approach if your team isn't playing. Oh, NFL Red Zone is the best creation in the history of mankind. Scott Hanson. I'm I'm convinced that – I'm an Andrew Siciliano guy, but yes. Sometimes you're just wrong. He might grow yeah, on me. Evolution, like, not, like well, Andrew Siciliano. Evolution <laughs> said. Evolution said that Andrew Siciliano was surplus to requirements. Yeah, we have Scott Dumbo. Hansen. <laughs> if you know, you know. We'll just leave fly it away, that little that bird. One. Fly away. <laughs> but uh, this game, like, okay, we're off the rails. This game, yeah, I think it's going to be fun, right? <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Brighton's going to Old Trafford, and it's a. Like I don't, you can't. You have to respect Brighton enough. It's not even like a trap game. It's it's a legitimately like a top of the table type of matchup, right? This is a top six matchup on paper. So I'm very intrigued by it. 
nothing bad ever comes out of Brighton, like news wise. Everything that comes out of Manchester United's bad news wise. So <laughs> well, I, I can think of a couple bad things that have come out of Brighton. Like Graham Potter, true. Mark Cucurella. <laughs> I can true. think of a couple. So yeah, that uh, once you start <laughs> shining some of those things that come out of Brighton, they just turns out they're shit half the time. Wow, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Who but would have their expensive? Speaking of expensive that, let's shit. just let's just let's get into it. Speaking like of expensive shit, let's hop <laughs> into Chelsea. Are they going to um, break your heart this weekend, Andrew? Oh man, I I said this to you earlier when we were just talking. As a as a Vikings fan, I just don't know that I could deal with Chelsea absolutely just shitting on me on a Sunday. Um, I I'm barely over the Vikings game last night. Shout out Kirk Cousins. We tried, man. Stop fumbling. Nice of the NFL to make those make sure those games were spread out for you, so they'd only ruin like your Thursday and your Sunday potentially. Not yeah, if I could ruin if I could Sunday. Yeah, let me get half my week ruined. Right, let's ruin my week in two different installments. That'll be cool. Um, But yeah, no, uh, they play eight o'clock. They play Bournemouth, so it's a winnable game. People seem to be coming back. Knock on wood, seemingly pretty healthy. Um, It's really kind of the kind of game you would want. Like I think like for city right west ham coming out of the international break where there might be some rust where you might have guys kind of playing out of position due to travel and that kind of thing right i think you have that i think with bournemouth that's exactly the type of team you want to play coming out of this right i mean you want to you want to ease back into it at least on paper more than you would against west ham or brighton or manchester united right so i'm happy for that but it's kind of feeling like the Luton game and not in a way of I think they're going to do very well in that if they don't show me something, I'm going to be I don't I can't not worry about it. Right. If they don't show something, right, if they don't have Caicedo and Enzo playing well together, if we're Sterling isn't attacking like we know he can, if it's not going as well as it should, I'm going to be very worried. I'm going to be very not happy. Yeah, I think we were talking a little bit before we got on and I was like, we should just save this for the podcast. Like you were talking about like potential <laughs> trap game um, Sunday, 8 a.m. Like not what you want necessarily. Right. I think no. Bournemouth, Bournemouth in general, you're like, that's a That's a nice little landing spot. You really want this to be like the Saturday 9 a.m. window and you feel really good about it. I think Sunday, yeah. 8 a.m. Hide, it, hide not- it amongst the muck. I don't yes. need it to be no spotlight. Don't Sunday, 8 a.m. Not chance. bad. Now, not the best. Like it still feels a little bit trappy. Like Sunday six a.m. I think you guys are fucked. You're losing two nothing. Like they're gonna score. Like you're like some dumbass like handball that happens yeah. in like the sixty seventh well, like, minute. That's Wolves Liverpool. And then they sco- like, Liverpool. Yeah. Like Wolves have got to be so excited to play them six to Pumped. play Liverpool six thirty Monday or six thirty Saturday after yeah. an international break. Like oh my gosh. Like there, are, I can tell you exactly. Like this is. You might as well say I'm from the future, but this is just. It's it's completely obvious. There's three things that are going to happen in that game. Wolves are going to win, like do nothing and win like one nothing. Uh, yep. They're going to have like a nil nil draw, or I'm going to wake up at like fucking eight a.m. and see. Oh, Liverpool won six nothing. That's the only three outcomes <laughs> of that game. It's the only three. It's the only three possibilities. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's 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 pretty brutal. It's uh, it's it's pretty brutal. I'm uh, I'm happy they're not playing in that that early spot. I'm not thrilled to get the one on Sunday. It's always nice kind of to play on Sunday because you just know that they're like if they play early enough, you're not running into anything, right? Yes. You don't have to worry about like oh my the peacock isn't streaming right or you know oh it's on USA or NBC like you don't have to do any of that, right? It's just like oh yeah. It's on USA. I don't got to worry about it. 
And then we got Burnley, Nottingham Forest on Monday and the Sunday, basically the game you start watching before you immediately flip over in like the 60th minute um, to NFL game starting is the 1030 Everton Arsenal. So I don't know that that's doing a lot for anybody. Well, the good but, news is that game will be well in hand for Arsenal by the time NFL football starts. But but sometimes those are the most fun ones when you're just like, I haven't been paying attention. I've been, you know, I watch, I, I'm going to watch the Chelsea game. want to watch the whole thing. Maybe I'm angrily out trying to get a breakfast burrito at that point, right? You never can tell. Um, after, after a Chelsea game, sometimes that's the only thing that can save the day is Jesse's... Uh, breakfast brisket burrito so good man um that, but sometimes that that's like the only thing that can attack. save the day um, that feels andrew it's friday night i haven't eaten dinner yet i'm two vodka drinks deep as we're doing this podcast <laughs> like you talking about brisket breakfast burritos feels like an attack does it help if i tell you that there's queso and potatoes like homestyle no. kind of potatoes in there no that doesn't it, not no, doing it doesn't. For you. I'm, I'm going to start opening DoorDash while we finish this <laughs> up. But yeah, keep going. Sorry. Talk about fucking. No, no, it, that's how Moises Saicedo is going to boss the midfield this week. And while I look for a break, I, I just like it's one of those like Ooh, 20 percent. If, if this was a if this was a if this was college football, right, <laughs> it's like it's like the game after a big game. Right. It's like Texas last. I don't know who Texas plays this week, but after Texas beats Alabama last week, you either want a bye week. Right. Or you want to play the little sisters of the poor and just get some backups in, right? Get the starters out in the, after halftime, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Chelsea needs to get right. They need to get a little momentum because they've got a pretty tough schedule coming up after it, man. Um, so you got to, I, I, they need three points here. And I think they need a, we look good three points, right? Which are a little bit different than, uh, than certainly what we've been doing this year. Cause after that, it's, you know, we got a couple easy games and then it gets into Arsenal, Brentford, Spurs, City, Newcastle, Brighton. And this is just one run of games here. Um, so, yeah, we got got to make the most of the points while we can get them here. But uh, speaking of making the most of our time, Spencer, is there anything else you're trying to get to before we get out of here with a quick, a brisk, quick pod here for you to get you ready for Saturday? Yeah, this was a fish and fries like kids meal. Just a little quick one while not a ton to talk about. Just wanted to get some stuff fish, on. Fish uh, and fries three piece. It's a fish and fries yeah. three piece, right? It's not the whole meal, right? It's like yeah, three piece small fry. This is like if the you're coupon if you're hungry, you, you would never order it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you were hungry, like you would coupon. never order this, right? But you're like, it's like you're going to pick up food for somebody, and you're like, well, shit, I'm here. It does smell all right. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. This is let me, let me yeah. Do, this let is me the, do, let me do. Let me do the let me do the five for five or let me do like the four <laughs> for four back in the day. Like I wasn't gonna I just wanted the frosty, but now that I'm here, you know, doing all this, I think we gotta go for it. Yeah, I, I think that now all this food talk, I just I have to get out of here and I have to fucking put some <laughs> sustenance in my body. Uh, Cause I did that super hard workout like we talked about earlier with the warm-up. Yeah, fucking burned ten thousand calories. It was amazing. But yeah, follow us on socials uh, on the Twitter slash X machine at Fish Fries Pod. Um, email Fish Fries Pod, Fish and Fries Pod at gmail.com. Yes, all that. Sir. Any questions? Any help me find a team? Any you guys fucking suck? Stop making this podcast. Direct it all there, and I'll cry Other myself stuff to sleep too. at night reading it. Yeah. <laughs> we are so good at checking the email. Um, yeah super good but yeah man uh unless uh unless you got anything else i think i'm about ready to get out of here 
No, let's uh, get back into it, Andrew. And by the time you hear from me next, I'm going to be locked in on soccer again. Um, We're back, baby. Great, man. Going back back in zero to 60 right away, Andrew. Absolutely. It's the only way. It's the only way. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week then. And uh, take care. Enjoy the soccer. Enjoy the football. Enjoy all the sports. It's the best time of year, Andrew. It's fall. It's great. Everything's on. I love it. Until Until next next time, man. Appreciate it.